0: This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like
1: this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com.
0: Hi, this is Shane.
1: And this is Virginia. And this is Wait, You've Never Seen, podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen
0: today we're discussing wait you've never seen Terminator 2 Judgment Day dun, dun,
1: dun, dun, dun. I knew you were gonna do that dun, 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 dun.
0: <laughs> It's like a it's like a th- it's like a second subtitle to the movie dun, dun, dun,
1: dun, dun. right right I'll stop. okay so up front a couple of trigger warnings Sarah is in a mental health facility for a pretty big chunk of the movie. And it seems about as terrible as any treatment she could receive in a mental institute, like they forcibly restrain her and inject her with stuff. And she, I think she's diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder or something like that. Um, so, they hit her
0: with a billy club when they didn't even really need to,
1: right? So, so if that kind of um, if that kind of thing is upsetting to you, maybe uh, have someone fast forward through those particular scenes and just tell you what happens. Um. There is a dog that gets killed at some point in the movie. I don't remember exactly when, but I know that is upsetting to people as well. Um, the Terminator and Sarah both like do surgery on themselves, which I think is something we mentioned in the last movie that the Terminator had done surgery on himself, and it's pretty graphic.
0: Even though, well, I mean Arnold Schwarzenegger though is a robot underneath, so it's not right. A big deal. It's
1: not as bad, yeah. And then finally, there's a nuclear explosion where people are, like, getting their faces blown off, and they're, like, disintegrating, and it's pretty terrible.
0: It's terrifying.
1: Um, so, yeah. That's all I had.
0: So, what three things do you expect, did you expect from this movie?
1: Um, okay, so the subtitle, not the subtitle, the, um, or is it the subtitle? Because it's, like, Terminator 2. Well,
0: it's colon.
1: Colon, Judgment Day. So, Judgment Day... I was thinking, was an apocalyptic scenario, no actual judges involved.
0: Smart. So, yes. Smart.
1: Um, I was expecting there'll be another I'll be Buck line.
0: And indeed, there was. There was. <laughs> and the <a And> same, <laughs> same barreling a vehicle through a wall yes. window situation. <laughs>
1: so, as we were first, th- my third thing, as we were first watching it, mm-hmm. and Sarah said something about Skynet, and I was like, Yes. And the reason I did that is because I knew I knew Skynet was a thing, but mm. I wasn't sure if it was part of Aliens or Terminator. Ah. So I made my bet that it was Terminator. So I, I was right. You get Skynet that? is involved. Do
0: you know that Skynet was involved because of Archer, the TV show Archer?
1: I think that's a, <laughs> no, no. I'd heard about Skynet before. There were people be like, "Oh, it's Skynet doing whatever," but it was never oh. clear to me
0: what that, was where like. that came from. Yeah,
1: but I also so. I thought Skynet would be in Terminator, and I thought it would be a secret government plot.
0: I should find a movie you haven't seen that is about a secret government plot, (laughs) because you seem to say that a lot.
1: I know. Well, I'm thinking Aliens, like we talked about last time, is actually a secret government plot, because the corporation is the government. You have not provided, like, evidence otherwise that there is another government.
0: It could be a governmentocracy or a, a or, governmentocracy
1: uh, <laughs> wow that was so
0: that's one of the more ignorant things I've ever <laughs> said. I mean a company like a corp, corporateocracy, like a, the corporation uh-huh. as as governing body for a nation
1: but it seems like Skynet so okay we'll get to Skynet later
0: Okay. so did you expect to like this movie or not
1: I expected to be neutral on it okay because I wasn't really I didn't feel really strongly one way or the other about the first Terminator I okay. think I gave I think I gave it if I'm supposed to take it seriously as an action movie I gave it two and a half stars but if it was how much fun did I have watching it it was three and a half stars okay. so I just kind of was neutral on watching this one okay and I was gonna give, this one, three and a half stars.
0: Okay. That's, that's your baseline. That's your... In, like, isn't that usually your baseline? Three is my baseline. Three is your baseline? Right. Okay. What is your one sentence TV guide summary for this movie?
1: Hmm. An army of Arnold Schwarzenegger cyborgs programmed by Skynet have returned to the past to once again attempt to destroy Sarah Connor and now her son John as well.
0: <laughs> I I, got,
1: I'm kind of sad there wasn't an army of Arnold Schwarzeneggers, I gotta tell you I,
0: And again, I want to see that I would like to see that movie I don't <laughs> believe, spoilers I don't believe there's been <laughs> Not exact, anyway So, IMDb says about Terminator 2, colon, Judgment Day, 1991 mm-hmm. Rated R a cyborg identical to the one who failed to kill Sarah Connor, who failed to kill Sarah Connor, must now protect her teenage son, John Connor, from a more advanced, more powerful cyborg. Dun, 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 dun. So I'll I'll stop doing that. So, you know, you got.
1: So yeah, I was. So here's. Here was my line of thinking when yeah. we were watching. I was totally expecting Schwarzenegger to be the bad Terminator. again.
0: He did. Okay, that that was my question. Like, did you know? Did you know that he's bad? That he's anyway. Go so
1: ahead. I'm trying to weave my tale.
0: I'm excited though because that was my question. I
1: wrote it down. Go so ahead. <laughs> we're watching it. Terminator comes through first. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I feel like I feel like I should. Um, distinguish because they're both Terminators.
0: The T-1000... Hang on. So the T-1000 is is the liquid metal... Okay. uh, ...version. So we could say T-1000 and Arnold. Okay. To distinguish them.
1: (laughs) So... Arnold... Comes through the portal first. Yes. Naked. We see dudes' butts in this one again. And Been a little
0: bit balls. But go ahead.
1: He goes to the biker bar. Yes. And he, the minute when I realized something might be a little different is he was speaking, like clearly incomplete sentences, like "I need your clothes, your gun, your my, your motorcycle," but like,
0: uh, that's interesting. Um, he's
1: not like your clothes. Give them to me. Like he's mo- more coherent, but I'm like, maybe he just had an upgrade. Like, the, and they sent an upgraded his, version back. That's why software. he's. That's why he's speaking more clearly. So I'm like, okay, he's still a bad guy because he like hurt all of those people in the bar. He's still a bad guy, right? He's
0: run. He's running the T10 up uh, OS. But go ahead.
1: So then the other guy comes through. T1000 comes through. Yes. And. I wanted to think he was the good guy, but I was getting a a weird vibe off of him. So I'm like, I don't, he doesn't seem like he would be a protector, even though they put him in a cop's uniform. I was like, this, something about him is off. But I didn't, I didn't suspect he was the Terminator. Yeah. So I didn't realize that Schwarzenegger was there to protect John until the moment he literally took a bullet for John.
0: Really? I
1: had no clue.
0: Oh, that's so great.
1: So I'm like, oh, I see. he's the bad Terminator, and the good Terminator,
0: liquid metal guy is the bad guy. Yeah.
1: Yes, and this Terminator is actually here to protect <laughs> him. Then I then I connected all the dots.
0: That's great. See, that's an it. It's interesting to me when you realized that something was up. That it was his language, because to me, watching it. For the first time, I'm like, okay, he's not killing anyone. He's hurting them. They, he throws a guy on a, on a on a hot grill, and he gets all like, you know, burned. And he stabs a guy, but he's definitely not killing anyone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then they do that whole like reveal that with the Badge of the Bones song. Where oh you my see god, it, where that was
1: so on brand for Arnold Short. <laughs> it was everything I could have hoped for. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and it's like, it's funny because usually they do a reveal. Like, they show the boots and they do the reveal, meaning from the boots on upward with right. a song that tells you something about the character. They'll do that sometimes before you even... Sh- That's the first time they show that character. Uh-huh. It's when they do the reveal. It's like, you've already shown him us. <laughs> you showed this guy to us already. But not dressed up like that in that now iconic... Now when Arnold shows up in any Terminator movie, you you want him to be in all black leather. Right. With big boots.
1: (laughs) And I really, because like last time, um, one of my complaints was that he went up to Skinny Punk Dude and Skinny Punk Dude's clothes magically fit. Big, beefy Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I noticed in this one, you, we saw part of it through his Terminator eyes. Terminator he was,
0: vision, I believe it's called.
1: He was scanning people, and then when he found that biker, it said match. Yeah. So, like, he would match, like, they were most similar in body type. So, he would be able to pick his clothes.
0: That, I mean, that makes sense. But if you think about it, like, Arnold was still bigger than that <laughs>
1: It was closer than, than that Skinny that dude. Punk, dude. Though that's
0: true, and it was Bill Paxton, right? Yes, wasn't it Bill Paxton? <laughs> R.I.P. Oh, poor fella.
1: Um, he. We said earlier he does say I'll be back. Yes. Um, something that I really liked. Oh, wait, I need to tell you how many stars.
0: Yes, how many I stars did. after watching it?
1: I. I think I enjoyed this more than the original Terminator. I will give it four stars. Oh, wow. I don't know if that makes me a, a blasphemer against Terminator, but it was, it was a little too long for me to give it four and a half. It started dragging sort of like three quarters of the way through, and I was like, okay, how much longer do we? I want to see the big finale. Let's go.
0: So can I tell you, the original Terminator 2, um, I don't I – I'm not sure on IMDb if this is the, the. there's a version in the theaters, um, and then there's what you get on DVD. What you get on DVD now is about two and a half, two and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's a little bit longer than the IMDb version, which is uh, 137 minutes. There's another version of this movie that's about three hours long.
1: No, thank you.
0: There's lots of little beats that they don't... That they didn't bother putting in the uh, original theatrical release. Mm -hmm. Like when the Terminator... When the T-1000 actually goes and finds the bloody... um, uh, Collar for the dog. To know, oh, the dog's not called Wolfie. The
1: dog's called
0: Max because of the collar. There's little things like that that they cut out... But they put in these, like, these extra long versions I see. for for fans and nerds.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that scene was unnecessary where the, where, I can see why they cut the scene where T-1000 found out the dog's name was wrong. I feel yeah. like if I had seen the original theatric release, mm-hmm. then it, I might have given it four and a half stars just because of the, the length. 'Cause it really it really did drag a little too much at one point for me. Yeah. Um but something okay, so he says I'll be back. (laughs) He says hasta la vista, baby. Right. Which I had not expected him to say. I had forgotten about the hasta la vista. But when, when John said, oh, you have to say hasta la vista, baby, I'm like, oh, okay, this is the movie where, where Arnold says that.
0: <laughs> and then
1: something I really liked, because of course Sarah is going to be apprehensive of any and anybody who looks like the term, like it, it's going to scare the crap out of her, understandably. Sure. sure. So he says to her, come with me if you want to live. And like that establishes that bond of trust. For her, like mm-hmm. John, grown-up John programmed Arnold to come back and protect younger John, knowing that younger John might still with be might still with be might still be with his mom, who is not going to trust anyone who looks like that Terminator. Right. So I feel like older John probably programmed Arnold to say that if he ever encountered Sarah.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, you probably have to sit around and think about what is going to change your mind.
1: The visual effects were much better in this one, I thought.
0: They're absolutely groundbreaking for the time. Um,
1: There was no stop motion, which I was happy about. Yeah. The stop motion, which I think they kind of they kind of got around having to do something like that by, um, like. The T1000 mostly appeared as a human. We hardly ever see see him just as a a silver mannequin or whatever.
0: Right. And smartly, like they'll do the transformation of him making a sword or whatever. Um, they'll do just the transformation with CGI, and then you'll actually see the actor running around with like a prosthetic that he's holding on to. That's a you know that's a sword or. A grabbing device or something. Right. They do it in a pretty smart way, I think. I agree. And like that, that first time, <laughs> that first time when you see when there there's a big giant wreck, uh, the the truck explodes.
1: Right.
0: And you see the T1000 emerge from the the flames, uh-huh. and he's a completely metal, right, metal guy at that point, and then he slowly like morphs into a regular looking human being.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Gosh, that's so good. It is good. And, and I mean, it's been... It's been, you know... That technique has been, like, overused. All through the 90s, they're like, oh, we know how to make something look cool. We'll just do that.
1: Well, in the opening scene, and the opening credits, I, I liked what they try to do, but by the end it was kind of cheesy, where it, it had the Terminator skull, and at first there's fire... You know, coming up around his skull, and it's like, dun, 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 dun. and I'm like, okay, you know, maybe five, ten seconds of that, but it went on for like thirty seconds, and I'm like, okay, I get it, I can back off the skull metal.
0: <laughs> yeah, you giggled. I remember you giggling, <laughs> giggling at that part.
1: I did. So I haven't seen very many Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, or if I have seen them, okay. it's been a long time. So I saw like Kindergarten Cop, and like. True, like the one with Jamie Lee Curtis, was that True Lies or yeah something like that? that. Was good. So, um I liked that there was more acting required of Arnold Schwarzenegger in this one than in the first one, right? And I was surprisingly not like I thought it was. He was going to have to act more, but it would be terrible. But it wasn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be. Like no, he was very he was robotic, which is part of what he was supposed to be doing, right? Plus a little bit of. Sorry to bring Star Trek in this, but you know what it reminded me of I was, was um, like Wesley in Next Generation trying to teach Data how to be more human. <laughs> right, right, yeah. John trying to teach Arnold to be more human and like say things that humans say and react in ways that humans react. Yeah. So I really liked that relationship, and I think, I think Arnold did a good did a good job of acting in a way that made that believable.
0: Right, like when he try <laughs> that moment where he's trying to smile, and he's like, <laughs> he doesn't know how to move his face oh, muscles, man. he's like, well, I'm built to kill things, but it, yeah, I think I can manipulate my muscles in that particular <laughs> way.
1: <laughs> can we talk about doing the math on John's age, okay? Okay. Because there was a screen at the very beginning when the cop masquerading, or the T-1000 masquerading as a cop, mm-hmm. put, pulled up in his little search computer, John apparently Connor. the only John Connor in the state of California or whatever. Make,
0: it's the sequel. We got to make it easier. We can't chase 15 John Connors.
1: And his, it said <laughs> his birthday was February 28th, 1985. Okay. Which so, jives
0: with the first movie.
1: Right. So, this movie came out in what year? 80? 80, 80, no, 91. This one, 91. So, it's set in 95, though. Like, the actual setting of the movie is 95, two years before Judgment Day in 97. So, that would mean that John, in the movie, is supposed to be 10 years old. That, that, does, that, that does actor not. is not 10 years old. He's not. Did we right. look up how old he was in real life when Edward
0: he... Furlong was 14. That's the actor who plays John Connor. He was playing... And he was playing 10.
1: See, and I thought they were going to skip ahead to Judgment Day. And maybe that's why they got an actor who was a little bit older. Because it's in 95. If Judgment Day is 97, do a little time lapse and get us to Judgment Day. Does it still happen? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But since they never did like a little time lapse i'm like why are you hiring a 14 year old to play a 10 year old that doesn't make any sense at all
0: i feel like this is one of those moments where there were people telling james cameron okay you can't do this why don't you make judgment day in like the early 2000s or so we can we can make john connor 14 years old which will make more sense i think it's just one of those moments of him going no no judgment (laughs) day judgment day happens in 1997 it's like, all right. Okay, Jimmy.
1: I wonder... And see, since I had never seen um, Terminator, I wonder if there was a similar thing, maybe you know this, in 1997, because you know how everybody went to movie theaters on Back to the Future Day?
0: <laughs> right, on... What,
1: October 20-whatever. 1985.
0: 1980, at, uh, at 2015.
1: 2015. So, remember... When we were first dating, a, you went to the dates. you went to the movies with your brother on right. that particular day in
0: 2015. <laughs> that was so
1: much fun. So I'm saying
0: there were people like dressed as Marty McFly. Anyway, go ahead. So I'm saying in
1: 1997 was there like a group of Terminator fans that was like, we're all gonna go to the movies on August 29th, 1997 because it's Judgment Day, yay! That kind of thing, or was it like? Was it like a 2012 sort of situation, <laughs> like a mind? We're avoiding all infrastructure that day, or whatever. I'm
0: pretty sure there were there were Terminator Two parties, but there wasn't like um, there was neither a you know a Y2K uh, worry about actual Judgment Day happening, nor was there like a Comic Con level I know, see. gathering where everyone's dressed like a liquid metal person (laughs) done really badly with like foil all over your body that'd be fun
1: how many are dressed like t1000 versus all black leather like schwarzenegger
0: anyone with a body type anywhere near arnold's and coloring maybe would be dressed
1: (laughs) that was so that scene was just like cracking me up inside with the with him on the the bad to the bone and all of the <laughs>
0: right, and then
1: he gets the sunglasses. Sorry, I keep going back to that.
0: No, it's it's a, but it's it's, a it's pretty iconic.
1: <laughs> um, and something else that I thought, which I guess maybe this is why they didn't go on to Judgment Day. So the their goal is to stop Skynet from from gaining sent well, stopping Skynet period, but also stopping it from gaining sentience to yep. overpower the humans yes so they have to destroy um, Dyson's work
0: miles Dyson yep
1: they have to destroy the T1000 chip right mm-hmm. but then I thought they'll forget about Arnold's chip and he'll gain sentience and Skynet will still happen that's oh, why wow. there's that's why there's more sequels
0: yeah because yeah, yeah.
1: Skynet still happens even though they try to stop it. But then they got rid of Arnold's chip, so now I don't, I don't know where the sequels are going to go.
0: They were setting it... Well, it sounds like you might be excited to see Terminator 3, <laughs> which I'd be willing to watch. Um, yeah, you were... You had different points. I think you even said this during the movie, where you're like... Um, uh, Arnold gets his arm, his one arm all mangled. Uh-huh. Well, we have that other arm from the first terminator. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Boom, you get another arm so you can be John's protector forever. Right. Until through the war, which would have been which would have been an interesting, you know, Sarah throughout the whole thing like she changes her mind about the terminator like, "Oh, the terminator will never get drunk, will never like, you know, will never John, leave him." Never leave him. I think she got this idea when she was like she was slowly falling asleep watching Arnold sort of keeping watch.
1: Oh yeah they were playing like high five down low, too slow. Oh and she, yeah she you're was right over was there lying. she was over there laying down like oh look they already have a bond.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah that would have been that would have been another way to go. Again, again, when you describe what you think or what you would like to see, I would like to see those movies.
1: Well, the final thing I would like to see. as I've said for many movies, is that this needs to be retitled Terminator 2. It's never over. It's never over.
0: It's literally never over.
1: There were like three, four times where (laughs) it could have ended, and no, here comes T-1000 back to kill everybody, or here comes, like, when he exploded into like 50,000 different drops, and all of a sudden the drops are coming back to coalesce. Right. Like... It's never over. (laughs) Don't ever think it's... Sarah, this message goes out to you. It's never over. Don't ever rest.
0: Oh, my goodness gracious. So, uh, I have a couple of things. Okay. If I may. Yes. (laughs) So, um, I I don't really want to follow that, though, because that was very... (laughs)
1: That
0: was very heartfelt. So, uh, Brad Fidel... I think that's how they say his name he scored this movie i'm not gonna do the song again i'm not gonna oh. do the song again but um the score was written by him and you know uh, okay I, I guess i have to do it i have to do it because there's a certain sound that he produces in that in that uh title theme uh-huh that dun 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 and then there's like a clang dun 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 clang
1: uh-huh
0: it's not high pitched like that it's like low you know yeah so, there's evidently something called an orchestral anvil, which I've never heard uh-huh. of. There's different ways of producing that. Yep. So, so um, musicians would come up to uh, Brad Fidel and be like, oh, so was that an orchestral anvil? And he's like, no, it was a frying pan. It was my frying pan. <laughs> Just dangled it from a piece of wire and hit it with, <laughs> hit it with a hammer. <laughs> That's pretty amazing.
1: When I was in high school band, we used... Um, for one particular song, I can't remember, but we had a tire rim that we would hit a oh, wow. that's a, cool. a wooden mallet against for a particular mm. sound. So a frying pan, that's very interesting.
0: So when Sarah is watching the video of herself, when the doctor, when they're, they're in the mentalist station, oh, uh-huh. she's watching the video of her and she's all slumped over on the table and explaining Judgment Day, and first of all, that was an interesting way to do um, to do the uh, exposition. Exposition mm-hmm. can be boring. You got to remind people of Judgment Day. You got to go, okay, everyone's gonna die, um, and you do it with this person who's like desperately trying to get back to her son and like screaming and yelling exposition. Like that's there's no more interesting way
1: right. to give yeah. us lots
0: of information in a short amount of time. But while that's happening, what I, I, I realized that you can see the reflection of today's trying to be composed version of Sarah reflected in the television while uh, she's watching her. So she, uh-huh. you see her watching herself at the exact same time. Right. I thought that that was...
1: Um, that was pretty cool.
0: Interesting and telling.
1: Do you have other things?
0: I have one more thing. Okay. Minigun. 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 When Arnold, like, shoves the desk out the front windows of the Skynet building. The, um, not Skynet, what's it called?
1: Dyson's building? Yeah. I don't remember what it is.
0: It's not Skynet. Um, I know there's someone watching, uh, listening to this, yelling the name of the corporation. Anyway.
1: I don't want to Google it because I'm afraid I'll spoil myself on other movies.
0: So, pushes it out the front window. Uh-huh. And then he has this enormous gun, like a Gatling gun uh-huh. kind of situation. Like, bum, 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 bum. Right? You have to use right. two hands and you're barely able... If you're a robot, you can hold it. Uh-huh. But a human being would never be able to, like, hold. And it's called a minigun. <laughs> now, I understand that it's a shrunken down version of a... the. A gun you'd, you know, mount on some other enormous vehicle. I, I don't care. It's still a bad name. Minigun. If
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger can hold it and it still looks large, it's not a minigun. Thank you. If Arnold Schwarzenegger was holding it like a little water gun, then it could be a minigun.
0: I think so. But,
1: yeah, I agree.
0: So, Bechtel test.
1: Um, There were four named female characters that I could tell of course there was Sarah there was Janelle um John's foster mom right there was Yolanda who was at the um place in either San Diego or Mexico they went to oh right the girlfriend where...
0: or wife of um, Enrique
1: yes I think that was his name um and then there was Teresa Dyson um What's his name's wife? Miles. That's Miles' true. wife. Um, Sarah is in the room or in the area of Yolanda at one point and Teresa at one point, but they never talk to each other. So they do have two named female characters, but they don't talk to each other. And, of course, not about something other than a man. Yeah, it Teresa- looks like in the background, like Yolanda and – well. Um, it looks like Yolanda and Sarah might be talking like in the background of a scene, but since we can't hear what they're saying, I don't feel like that really counts. Yes. That's all.
0: So it's been a long time since I've seen this, uh, this movie. And one of the things that that really struck me this time was the character arc of Sarah Connor usually I mean every character is supposed to have an arc in you know in a good in good storytelling but it's never really an extreme change you know Mm -hmm. you have like Luke Skywalker and he's like he's like just his whole life he's just a farm boy but he wants you know he has aspirations for the stars and he he wants to go like you know fight with the rebels and blah 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 and he has a goal and he goes and does that thing and he changes and becomes a wiser person and a better you know a Jedi and mm-hmm. you know so he has a character arc but has he really changed all that much like all he what he did was he fulfilled the dream of his which is great which is great and that's good storytelling but Sarah Connor went from being like a waitress to who really we don't know anything about her hopes and dreams and goals. Mm-hmm. We don't know a lot about her. Um, it seems like at, when we first meet Sarah Connor in, in the first Terminator movie, she has no aspirations involving like the military or anything like that. And then once she's told, like, by the way, your son is going to become a great military leader, she goes, okay, I'm going to learn everything I can about... Uh, about guns about um, uh, tactics and whatnot mm-hmm. and there's a real um, there's a real change that she didn't even realize that she was capable of and in and in some ways in Terminator 2 when we when uh, the t1000 loses track of the three of them Arnold Sarah and John the t1000 loses Contact with them for a good part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Sarah actually kind of becomes the Terminator. Like she goes, "Okay, I'm gonna kill Miles Dyson because that is what's going to stop this." You know, the, the war. The
1: and everything. Yeah. Right,
0: the war from coming. So she's the Terminator now. <laughs>
1: That's very interesting. I hadn't thought of that.
0: So to go from a waitress to a Terminator is—it's
1: quite a shift.
0: Quite a character arc. Yes. So, are there any pop culture references that you now understand that are particular to Terminator Two?
1: So, um I I mentioned the biker bar scene earlier. Yes. So in in Archer, in the Dreamland um uh, Dreamland season, um, Barry well he's not Barry in this one. He's a... Uh, Dutch, I think is his name. Um he gets cyborged again by Krieger.
0: <laughs> Sorry. The word cyborg.
1: And I can't remember like if he gets dumped out in the field somewhere or something. But anyway, he shows up at a biker bar with like he has um a cyborg arms and legs, but the rest <laughs> of him is like still organic. Yeah. Um and he does, it's almost the exact same scene as the biker bar where he, like, um, I need your clothes, your weapon, your motorcycle. And He's <laughs> like, Oh, you think you're all big and bad, whatever? And he just, like, almost the same fight moves and everything. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, like, he even threw that's... a guy out a window. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, that's where this comes from. Okay, I got it. And then um, I have been watching. Um, Right. Well, right around Christmas, I started watching the Arrowverse TV shows while I was recovering from being sick. So I'm watching Arrow, The Flash, and Supergirl. Nice. And in The Flash, they're talking about um, the reverse Flash and how it would affect if Barry went back in time and stopped blah, 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 and all this other stuff. (laughs) So, of course, there's the the police officer who doesn't know all of the – the scientific terms so one of the main characters Cisco has to put it in layman's terms so the cop is like you know this time travel and Cisco says oh think Terminator not back to the future <laughs> so I was like oh I see I see the difference now Ooh. yeah
0: nice so how would this movie be different with today's technology
1: for me I mean, it's a lot of the same things as with the first movie, like, oh, if they would have had cell phones, or, oh, they went to pay phones. I don't think pagers were really in this one. So, since it incorporates, like, technology from the actual future, I don't think there's really a whole lot to do.
0: Right. I Besides, mean, they would like, still
1: be on motorcycles. They would still need weapons.
0: They might be able to use a, uh, a self-driving Tesla
1: Maybe. to... Um,
0: To drive, and then Sarah and Arnold could both fire at the...
1: (laughs) Or they could just call Uber, and they both have Ubers, so that they have somebody driving while they're shooting at each other. They would
0: definitely get zero stars. Can they get zero? (laughs) They would get really bad reviews. (laughs)
1: They're
0: never going to get an Uber again.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) Do you have anything else to talk about?
0: Well, I do happen to have one more thing, because I really love this movie. Okay. So just real... I'll try to be real quick. Okay. So... When the Terminator has that brain surgery scene, uh-huh. and they're in front of a mirror, uh-huh. that's not a mirror. That's Linda's identical twin. And
1: I didn't it, know she had an identical twin. She has an
0: identical twin. That scene is is fully. Um, so, so there's Arnold. You have a real Arnold, sort of staring camera wise. This and is when have, they're
1: deactivating the chip.
0: Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, you're seeing uh, the back of Arnold's head, and you're, like, Linda Hamilton's character gets all the way in there, gets, you know, uh, wrist deep inside his, inside his Cranium. skull. yeah. You obviously can't do that, so that's a mock-up of, you know, that's a, that's a fake Arnold right there. You have uh-huh. real Arnold on the other side. On the other side, you also have uh, Linda Hamilton's twin sister, I don't remember her name, um, and then... John has a double, but you can't really see the double's face very well. He has that that like long, you know, skater cut kind of thing, Uh and you have someone else doubling, doubling for him.
1: That's very interesting. I didn't even notice that.
0: Yeah, it's really well done, and you don't even think like, well, how you don't think like, how are they getting inside Arnold's head? That shouldn't be possible.
1: I was wondering if they had put like some kind of prosthetic or something that made it look like. I was wondering how they did that scene. Okay, but I assumed there was some sort of prosthetic involved,
0: right? Or like, did they put a little green on his on the back of his head? Right, <laughs> that's all. Like, and and if they tried to do that at that time, the CGI would have just it would. It would have not been very satisfying, I don't think.
1: No, I agree.
0: I said I'd be quick, so I'm going to stop saying things. I do
1: have one other thing is, (laughs) you know, the doctor at the mental institution is, like, making fun of Sarah for believing in the Terminators and stuff and calling her, you know, crazy and whatever. But when the Terminator does actually show up at the mental institution, we see that he sees the Terminator, but we never find out, okay, like, what's what happens now like he's seen does he put two and two together that this is the Terminator she's been talking about for these years or is it just some weirdo who broke her out of the institute you see what I'm saying
0: right that's the police um, have a the police believe like oh this is just some bad guy that you were involved in right at a certain time blah 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 yeah I don't know
1: that's all I had I really liked this movie
0: I'm, I'm so pleased.
1: Yay. So, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and also on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network at cosmicpotato.com. Rough transcripts and links to what we talked about are available on our website at WaitYouVeneverSeen.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter under WaitYNS. And, and you can also email us at WaitYouVeneverSeen at gmail.com.
0: Leave us some feedback and let us know if you have any movies that we should watch. That's our show for today. Next time, it's going to be April Fool's Day. We'll be watching The Room.
1: I have no idea what to expect. I'm so excited. At all.
0: I'm so excited. Thanks for listening.